Hello and welcome to episode number nine of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card, along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we will shout out some of your comments as listeners, sometimes discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind. We may have an interview here and there and just pretty much spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. Uh, our tw- Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, you can just type in AV's Ripping pa- Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Remember, we're always looking to promote veterans charities. Uh, please contact us through any one of the outlets I just mentioned, and we would be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. It's getting to the point where we do have quite a few listeners now, and uh, I will shout out some names here and there, um, but I can't say every one of them on there. So in fairness to everyone, um, we will pull the name of the um, person that wins the um, pack that I that I opened today and random wax packs. I will say their name, obviously, still when I pull their name uh, during the that portion that you can also find on YouTube. Um, I always want to say, uh, Hey, to my, all my kids, Nora, Marley, Addie, Cole, Marshall, and Perry, and, uh, my wife, Jill, um, and everybody keep sending in comments. Um, and thank, thank you for your support. And, um, I think this is going pretty well and I really enjoy doing this. I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, we are talking about 1989 Donruss was the uh, wax pack that I pulled out of the random wax packs box. Um, I can remember buying so much of this product. Uh, obviously, it's one of the ones that is, if you know baseball cards at all, all it is overproduced. But I can remember trying to find that Ken Griffey Jr. rated rookie. It was such an amazing um it was such an amazing year to collect cards that year. Um, this was in the height of whenever I collected cards. I can remember, I'm hoping at some point we pull a 1989 Upper Deck because Upper Deck kind of changed the way cards were packed. <clears throat> but but anyways, we're talking about 1989 Donruss. Um, so in this year, it was a 660 card set. Um, one of the Donruss's... Um, it was a nicer um, looking card. It had the black borders. Um, I'll show you that when we get to um, the portion of the show where we open the wax pack. Um, we'll talk about what it looks like and and all that jazz, what the pack looks like and all that. But this was a great year. I love this year. Um, it, it doesn't have a lot of value now um, because of the overproduction. But if you find some 10 gem mint cards that um, you get graded, they can still have some value. But um, love this year. Um, has those black um, borders, so it's it's tough to find them in perfectly mint condition. But uh, there's so many that are sent into grading companies that there are 10 gem mints out there. Um, it says, uh, I was looking online, it says its long run value has been depressed by its rampant overproduction. Like I was saying, just so many much of this was produced. Uh, the card feature 
Um, it has a distinctive black side border with an alternating stripe on the side. And like I said, you'll get to see it later if you watch the YouTube portion when I pull the cards out of the pack. Um, there are subsets in it. Again, the Diamond Kings 1 to 27 and then the Rated Rookies 28 to 47. Um, there are two variations that occur throughout most of the set on the card backs denotes lead league can be found with with or without a second asterisk on the right side on the uh, card fronts the horizontal stripes in the left and right borders can be either light or dark since both of the variation types are relatively minor and seem equally common there's no premium value for either type so i just kind of read that off the internet as a description um, they did have um uh it says rather than short printing 26 cards in order to make room for printing the bonus MVP insert, Donneris chose to double print 106 cards. So if you look on checklists, it'll have DP where they were double printed. Um, some rookie cards in this set, of course, of the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie, who was a rated rookie. Randy Johnson was a rated rookie. Um, Gary Sheffield, Craig Biggio, John Smoltz. Uh, those were all big rookies that year, so it was a good crop of rookies and then this is the only rookie card of 89 of, of Kurt Schilling and like I said before I really appreciate all, all the uh, people listening and comments and and tweets if you send those I'll still say some of those from time to time um, I just wanted to let you know if I don't say your your text or tweet sometimes we move ahead with these and and, and pull them early so I, I won't all the time get a comment in there from you but keep sending them in and I will get some of the comments um, out on the broadcast of the podcast. So the distribution of the 89 Donruss set, there were, um, of cards, there were wax boxes with 36 packs per box, 15 cards plus one three-piece puzzle panel per pack and 20 boxes per case. Um, there were, there was Canadian wax this year with 36 packs per box, 10 cards plus one three-piece puzzle panel per pack. There were cello packs, which will be opening today. And they actually, there were 24 packs per box and they have 39 cards plus a Grand Slammer card and two, then two three-piece puzzle panels per pack. And um, we'll be opening one of those and there are 39 cards to look through. So that gets me excited. And I'm looking for that Griffey Jr. or that Smoltz or that Biggio or that Randy Johnson rookie and some other good ones in there and some Hall of Famers. Uh, the rack packs came at 45 cards per pack plus three three-piece puzzle panels per pack and 72 rack packs were in each case. Um, they also had blister packs this year with 75 and 100 card packs. They called them blister packs. And they also had factory sets that were made. There were also um, something called bonus MVPs. These were inserts. Um, they would say BC and then the number because it was a bonus card. There was It was a 26-card set featuring the most valuable player from each of the 26 teams, and it would, they were randomly inserted into wax and rack packs. Um, there were also, like I said, Grand Slammers, and there were that, that was a 12-card set that featured players who had at least one Grand Slam during the 88 baseball season. Um, and then there was a Blue Chips 12-card set, that was never intended for public release, according to the website Wax Haven, if you look at that. Um, it says, a little quote from that is, eventually blue chips was scrapped in exchange for the Grand Slammer set. These blue chip cards were to be destroyed, but the guy in charge of the press saw a huge monetary potential and snuck out some sets. He held on to them, 
without telling anyone in fear that it would cost him his job. And then he died before he could capitalize on it. They were part of an estate sale upon reaching the public no one had ever heard of them so at first they were not seen as valuable then once the story came out the sets had been broken and the only singles that have surfaced since um it says this person that wrote this article from wax haven says i or or took the quote i know of one person that has all but the franklin stubs and the kevin mcreynolds so if you can find the blue chips set from 1989 it would probably be worth some money um the checklist for the grand slammers and the blue chip set is, is identical. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. And there was one special card that was only in blister packs and that was called BC bonus card. And it was uh, a Jose Canseco. It just was up in the left corner where the number usually is in the back of the card. It just says bonus card and it was Jose Canseco. So you could get that one bonus card in a blister pack. And the puzzle that you were trying to make, that you'd get the little puzzle pieces in every pack or cello pack or rack pack was Warren Spawn. So now to the part of the podcast that is my favorite, and maybe it's yours too. Um, We're going to go ahead and bust open the cello pack of 1989 Donruss baseball cards. So here's what it looks like. It's red, white, and blue. says baseball puzzle and cards featuring Warren Spawn. Puzzle, collect all 26 MVP bonus cards like we were talking about, those MVP cards you could get in here. So it actually says on this one that it has six puzzle pieces and 32 picture cards. So um, I think I was a little off on that before, but that's kind of what it said online. So um, collect all 63 pieces to complete the puzzle. So here we go. We're going to open this up. So it looks like it hasn't been tampered with because it's pretty tough to open and little bit tougher to um, tamper with these packs than the wax packs. All right, here we go. First Diamond King is on top, and I could see it through, but I couldn't really, I didn't really see who it was. Carlton Fisk, what an amazing catcher. Great player. Tom Browning, Cincinnati Red, being from Ohio. Um, like I said, I was always a Tribe fan. Um, but I also, but the last, you know, half of my life or more than half of my life before I moved to Searcy, Arkansas now, um, was closer to where the Reds played. So, um, I knew, I know most of the stuff about the Reds. I know a lot about baseball, but the tribe number one. And then I was always hoping the tribe and the Reds would play in the world series. That'd be awesome. Vince Coleman. Now he was fun to watch. Those were the days, Ricky Henderson and then Vince Coleman, um, they just don't steal bases like that anymore. I'm looking at the back of his card. And by the way, here's what the back of the card looks like. It's, it's got uh, yellow, kind of looks like some of the other years. And it just has a recent major league performance. It's like their last few years, I think maybe up to five. He, he, he started, you know, he only had four years of it. But he had, in 1985, Vince Coleman had 110 steals. In 86, 107. Then 87, he had 109. And then 88, he had 81. That's amazing. You just never see that anymore from guys. The game is just different these days. But he was really fun to watch. Here's one of those MVP cards, the bonus MVP cards. Mike Scott, great pitcher. So they've chosen MVP from each team. Tom Prince. And like like I said before, you can see it has the black sides going down um, on the frame. And then... You have Donruss in the bottom left. 
and then uh, their team in the top right corner. And next to their name is also their position they played. Here's another MVP card, and he was hot at this time. I can remember that, trying to get his rookie in 87, I believe. Wally Joyner, he had a good career. Mike Morgan, come on, Ken Griffey Jr. rookie. Another MVP card, Joe Carter. What now? That's a fun guy to watch, man. We loved watching him whenever we were we went up to Cleveland Indians games when in my youth. And like I said, it says BC three. You can see that BC three for bonus card number three because there's only a certain amount of them, one for each team. Mike Smithson, Jeff Montgomery, Bob Brinley, and here's the first rated rookie we got. We got Dave West, Rated Rookie. I love the Rated Rookie cards. Those are my favorite to collect. They, a lot of times Donruss didn't pick them very well, but there were a few that were great. And this year was, uh, you know, with um, Randy Johnson and, and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. It was awesome. Really good card here, Mark McGuire. And I, I, was, I remember trying to get all his cards, Mark McGuire. Here are the two puzzles, puzzle pieces that came in the middle of the pack. Jim Gott, Tim Cruz, and I've noticed on the back they also have career highlights of some of these guys. Jose Rijo, I I could be wrong, but I'm I almost I'm almost positive. This is just off the top of my head. Whenever the Reds won the World Series in 1990 wire to wire from beginning to end i think he might have been the mvp because he had a couple two or three wins in the world series but i could be wrong um alfredo griffin dennis rasmussen mike moore oh i saw ken it's ken williams not ken griffey jr ken williams Chad Cruder. Another rated rookie. Another one that's not the greatest, but I just love the rated rookies. Eric Hansen. Tom Brunanski had some good years. He could hit he had some power. Herman Gonzalez. I think that's how you say it. Greg Cataray. Kelly Downs. Willie Upshaw for the Tribe. I can remember watching him play. Tom Glavin, unbelievable pitcher. Tommy, Tommy Glavin. Frank White. Felix Fermin. This, he's on the he, Pirates here. I can remember when he was on the Indians. They called him El Gato, Felix Fermin. Mackie Sasser, the guy that had trouble throwing the ball back to the pitcher, the Mackie Sasser disease that he would just couldn't get it back to the pitcher. His aim was way off throwing it to the pitcher. It's called Mackie Sasser disease. Tom Foley. And this is really weird. Wally Joyner, the same exact card in the solo pack. That's crazy. Two of the same card, a double already. That drives you crazy. That shows you how much overproduction was done. Why couldn't that be the Ken Griffey Jr.? Get two of those, huh? The rated rookie. And the last card, no Ken Griffey Jr. Ugh. But that's all right. Still fun to open the pack. Steve Bouchel. 
So this is the part of the podcast where um, we will be stopping the YouTube video and get back to the end of the podcast. Thanks for watching if you're watching the YouTube video. So I did forget to pull the name, the random name that gets the wax pack and uh, or the cello pack cards and the um, um, random packs as well. So um, just going to have to believe me, I'm reaching down in my little stack there. I forgot to do that on the YouTube video, but that's all right. Um, I think I did that another time. Um, so I'm reaching down and I'm pulling out a name and the name is Brad Sparks. Brad Sparks. Remember, if you've been... If you've commented or tweeted or retweeted or anything like that, um, you will automatically always be in the drawing. I just leave names in there. So Brad, if you're listening, I will get a hold of you somehow so I know where to send the cards and congratulations on me pulling your name. So remember, uh, you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter, Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And remember, we are always looking to promote veterans charities. So this has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. I uh, appreciate you tuning in for the 1989 Donruss Cello Pack Rip. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.